Ah, now, love is not a feeling, it's an act of your will. Mark Twain said, it isn't the verses in the Bible I don't understand that worry me, it's those I understand too well. As the law of the kingdom unfolds, we could be heard saying exactly the same thing. It isn't rocket science. We understand all too well exactly what Jesus is saying. That's the problem. And we don't like it. It challenges us to change. To the core, we want out. Consider this statement now, Matthew five forty-three to 48. You have heard that it was said, You shall love your neighbour and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies, bless those who curse you, do good to those who hate you, and pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you, that you may be sons of your Father in heaven. For he makes the sun rise on the evil and the good, and sends rain on the just and on the unjust. For if you love those who love you, what reward have you? Do not even the tax collectors do the same? And if you greet your brethren only, what do you more than others? Do not even tax collectors do so? Therefore you shall be perfect, just as your Father in heaven is perfect. We're going to have to spend some time climbing this mountain. I say to you, love your enemies, bless those who curse you, do good to those who hate you, and pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you. Off it goes again. Love your enemies and bless those who curse you and so on. And what's more, pray for them. Not Father, get them, but Father, bless them. You'll find it impossible to pray blessing on someone without your attitude changing. And your attitude is critical to your altitude because it's here that you discover love is not a feeling, it's an act of your will. Love, as Jesus defines it here, is not affectionate sexual love. It isn't a warm fuzzy, but a deliberate choice to return the hatred of someone else with love, which he says is patient, kind, keeps no record of wrong. It blesses, it's gentle, it never seeks its own. You can find it in 1 Corinthians thirteen four to 7 Love is patient, love is kind, doesn't envy, doesn't boast, it's not proud, it doesn't dishonour others, it's not self-seeking, it's not easily angered, are you still with me? Keeps no record of wrongs, love doesn't delight in evil but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. It never, ever fails. You will transform not only your life but the lives of those around you if you begin to make the choices necessary and live in 1 Corinthians 13. It's so familiar a passage but it gathers dust on the shelf like an unread book for most of us because the effort involved in loving those who are unkind, unthankful, ungracious and downright ugly towards us will be like climbing Everest will be left exhausted and breathless. But if we can reach the summit to which we're beckoned, the view will be out of this world. It'll be out of this world because the whole of the sermon requires us to move in the supernatural. The supernatural power of the unforced rhythms of grace provided for us by the indwelling Holy Spirit should we wish to avail ourselves of his help. 
assure us death and taxes, unless we do cooperate with him in this, we cannot live life at this altitude. Leaving our flesh behind, we occupy the place in the spirit Jesus has won for us. Breathtaking. But it's a climb. And as we go, we have to throw off more and more of the things that hinder us from reaching the top. How's it working out for you? Just check those shoes again, will you? <laughs>